The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save games the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible, and today we're going to discuss topic modeling, and structured data. Joining me is Natasha Ghosh, who is the SEO manager at Riot Games. Since 2006, Riot Games has remained dedicated to transforming the landscape of video game development, publication, and player support. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Today, Natasha and I are going to discuss expanding topic modeling and how it spills over into technical SEO. Okay, here's my conversation with Natasha Ghosh, the SEO manager at Riot Games. Natasha, welcome to the Voices of the Search podcast. Thanks so much, Jordan. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. So we have an exciting lineup today in terms of our two topics, but I think one of the things I'd love for you to share with our listeners, if it's okay, is a little bit about your your background in what you do uh, at Riot Games, because it's it's kind of unique, right? Um, first of all, it's, it's we're, we're in the gaming industry, so we got a bunch of people who are already SEOs and technology people who are going to geek out about that part. But then more importantly, like, how SEO works in this is such a unique thing. So maybe before we get into the meat and potatoes, I just maybe love for you to share a little bit about your role, what you do there, and, and just you know give our listeners a little bit of a, a unique view into the gaming SEO world. Sure thing. So 
I started off at Riot as an embed, as a contractor for player support specifically. And uh, after about six months, I became a full-time employee there. And all of the websites that we currently have fell under my purview. Before that, I was working as a consultant in a bunch of other industries, including healthcare. It was a lot of healthcare, different, a lot of different healthcare related companies, but this is the first time that I'm in the gaming industry. And I think the coolest part about being in the gaming industry and its focus on tech is that a lot of tech related uh, topics are very welcome and people are very, very excited within Riot to adopt SEO practices as a whole. That's awesome. And I mean, it's, it's interesting because as much as we like to see gaming as maybe a unique subset, at its core, it's, it's not too dissimilar from other types of SEO teams, right? You're trying to make it easier for your players uh, or customers to access content, learn about games, enjoy their experience, and ultimately that creates a better overall consumer expectations for your players. So it's, it's, it's not too dissimilar, though. Sometimes I think folks like to see it as a as a different animal from from the rest of the SEO world. I think it's very, very connected to all the other work for sure. And I've found that at Riot, people are so open to have like offering a seamless search experience. So like, I don't know, it's really cool to be working across the entire spectrum. Awesome. Love it. So for our topic today, we're actually going into an interesting crossover. We want to talk about a core competency that is part of content SEO that we call topic modeling. And I'd love for you to share with our listeners what that means. And and eventually we'll get into more about what that the crossover is with technical SEO. But at its core, what, what is topic modeling for an SEO in the SEO community? So topic modeling um, is a natural language processing technique that identifies topics present in like a large corpus of texts. It helps analyze and organize large amounts of textual data by uncovering patterns and relationships between words. There's a few different like algorithms within this that, uh, and I'm not gonna go into that. The biggest one that I learned about is uh, LDA or latent Dirichlet allocation. What it does is topic modeling helps us organize content, optimize for keywords, but it also helps us detect duplicate content. It also helps us inform just IA and how the websites are designed and structured. I think the structure is like on a page level as well as on a site-wide level, and then on a more macroscopic level at like a web ecosystem level. So what I mean, how it impacts uh, SEO at the page level is that it builds a relationship between a heading, a subheading, a sub-subheading, and the URL. So your H1 of any page is going to be the main topic of that page. The H2 is going to be a subtopic. The H3 is going to be a subtopic of that. And that's like the structure. And within each topic, there are certain terms or keywords that are associated with that. So that's how the search search engine will look at that page and try to understand what the major topics are and what the relationship between those topics are for this website or for this page. Once you go a little bit higher in the in that hierarchy, you have how does this page relate to this other page and how do these pages relate to the folder that they're sitting under? So whatever folder a, pa- a bunch of pages are living under, that becomes the main topic for all of those pages and each of those pages is a subtopic of that main folder. And you keep going back up further up that way, 
the further up you go along the folders, those folders inform how each topic basically relates to each folder, subfolder, page, heading, subheading. Got it. And, you know, I think it's really fascinating that we use this concept of topic modeling a lot in SEO. Now, I think we probably use it consciously in some areas, but subconsciously it just happens in our workflows. And so correct me if I'm wrong, Natasha, but like this is a core emphasis of many of the third-party tools we use or the processes we, we filter through when we like use Excel and to refine topics for a particular piece of content or, or analyze performance on our sites. But this is like, this is just something that is like now ingrained, the core technology and the core processing of topic modeling is ingrained in how we do SEO, correct? I, I'd say so. And I think it's something that all of like the SEO tools that we have today, they're sort of like trying to model topic modeling in all of their crawling and how just, just how they crawl and analyze websites. Um, I've used SEMrush, for example, for a very long time, but I've noticed that in recent years, there's been a greater emphasis on how the content is structured, not just on a page, but how it's structured across a whole website. Is this folder supposed to be under this folder? Do we have multiple folders at the same level with the same or similar names? Do we have a page that lives within a subfolder, but then it also lives as its own subfolder? Because that would at that point be duplicate content as well. Right. And, you know, before we get into the heavy transition here, crossover to technical SEO, one last kind of refinement question or maybe even evolutionary question around how topic modeling is changing today. As we look at the introduction of things like BERT that now, and we're going into this now world where Google is pushing SGE, but then we also have just a, a plethora of you know, AI technologies that are trying to influence the way we manage or look at content, both from procedural elements like, like the planning efforts, all the way to the actual production efforts where you prompt. AI is being used across all of those different um, disciplines of content. How does topic modeling fit within this AI world? And I know I'm kind of asking a very complex question here, which is, both the search engine application of it, but also then the like the tools and the technology application of it? Yeah, that's a very good question. I think, well, topic modeling in itself is, not well, natural language processing is a type of artificial intelligence and machine learning. And topic modeling includes a certain, a certain set of algorithms that help a machine analyze a corpus of text. How an SEO works with this is to actually understand how that model works to learn from content. And we sort of like work backwards. So sometimes with large websites, you have, you know, content living in multiple places. So it's hard to avoid duplicate content. But in those situations, it's always important to make sure like you're having canonical tags pointing to the right content. And like I said, like it's basically working backwards. It's understanding what these algorithms are looking for and how they're indexing your content and just being like, oh, okay, so this is duplicate content. This is not supposed to be here. This doesn't rank this way or this is an index this way. This is competing with our own content. So those are some of the signs of search engines finding topics, not the way we wanted them to see them, but what it actually is doing with the algorithms. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's the interesting intersection here between AI, topic modeling, and this evolutionary journey that we've taken in the content SEO space, which is like many of these simplistic practices we would utilize to help derive content decisions for our websites are now the inverse of how these AI technologies are built to help make predictions on what words they're going to put into the next spot, right? That is a, it's, it's a unique world where like, we're not, we're not necessarily layering in the complexities of quality. We're not here to discuss necessarily the, the, the derivatives of utility for this, but it is the backbone of how this technology and this, this, these processes that were built for topic modeling have now influenced a lot of the technology we keep talking about right now today in AI. Now, with that said, I mean, I, just really quickly, like, why is topic modeling so important for the SEO community? And, and where in that, you know, list of reasons that SEO should be thinking about, should we start to kind of consider the technology or the tech SEO components of it? Yeah, of course, that makes sense. So let me go back to like LDA, which is one of the algorithms under topic modeling, uh, and that'll probably help understand. So LDA helps identify document topic and topic word probabilities. What this means is that this algorithm assumes that each document is a mix of various topics and each topic is a mix of words. It assigns probabilities to each of these relationships between a topic and a bunch of words. So if we're translating it down to keywords, literally what keyword is going to like be on what page and which one is going to be in the H1, which one's going to be in the subheadings, which one's going to be in the content, in which paragraph. So going back to LDA, an example would be like a document about technology might have high probabilities for topics like artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, and data science. In that same way, any topics under player support would have stuff like, how much money did I spend on League? Uh, how can I get a refund? How do I recover my account? We build those relationships between a certain subdomain and certain pages, and we don't want to see that relationship repeated in any other part of the website. How this helps us, and or rather what we should be doing and how we should be using topic modeling is to understand first and foremost the relationship between keywords that appear on our websites, but also to understand how other websites and other competitors are using those relationships because it's not just our websites that use those keywords. We have a lot of organic competitors that aren't even business competitors. So when we're talking about an entire corpus of text that a search engine is indexing and an analyzing then indexing, it's not just looking at our websites, it's looking at all the websites that publish any content. So it's important to look at how competitors are relating keywords, which of our competitors are following similar structures, does it make sense? And a lot of the time it involves working back and forth and looking at what our competitors are doing as well, not just what we're doing on our sites. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. 
Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. No, that's, that's awesome. I mean, I, I love the interweaving of both the example, but also the, the component of topic modeling within that. Now, as it relates to technical SEO, there's a lot of things we do as SEOs that are, that are technical in, in nature. I'm curious to get like, the disciplines of technical SEO, things like site performance, things like managing on-page elements. And I'm not trying to give away too much for our next episode, but dealing with things like structured data, how do those disciplines, and, and there's more, by the way, I'm just giving you a few examples. How do those disciplines and topic modeling start to kind of weave into, into one another? And, and where is it important to maybe use the data you get from topic modeling to influence these technical SEO efforts? A lot of the times, the technical parts, so like they're two different, they're two broadly two different applications. So this, the most obvious one is there's content or a large amount of content that's just not organized the right way. This is a good section of the website that we want to like up our web bytes. If we don't have a way of reorganizing the content, if it's just a lot of different like issues with the content, that's sort of where technical SEO, like web vitals have seen, have observed in my experience that fixing our web vitals at that point for those portions of the site actually help those site those portions of the site get re-indexed under different content topic. The other portion of it is to check if they're mobile first optimized, even if they don't have the right content organization. So those are like the two big, oh, if it's not doing well with the content organization, let's go take a look at web vitals. It's going to fix this. And let's go take a and let's go make sure it's mobile first indexing. That's going to help as well. When the other portion of this is quite literally when we're doing massive like site migrations, site deprecations, site audits. A lot of those are opportunities to reorganize content. It, there are also a lot of different opportunities to take a look at how um, backend stuff is just living on the site because they're all living in different folders whether they're visible or not they're still all living on in different folders we organize the content dam like the entire like oh, sorry the asset dam so every all the all the, the images the videos any media that we had on the site all the pdfs we reorganized the dam where all of that was placed and that helped us increase our rankings across the site without touching anything else on the site so that was entirely back-end work we just we changed all the names they stuck all the images and videos under uh, specific folders with very clear names and categorizations. And that actually helps. So like, it's not just the URLs that 
the users are visiting, it's also the URLs where the images that are used on pages where they live as well. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that dam component one is really fascinating. And there's like, there's so many, unfortunately, our podcast isn't as long as, as others. So we could probably do a whole episode just on the utility of topic management within dams and how to better build relationships to create a better experience on the page. And that's all technical SEO. And really it, it, it is, I think, one of the, the coolest things that we could explore in a future episode. In simplistic terms though, like, as we think about like technical SEO and the use of, of topic modeling, one of the things that I'd love to get your perspective on is, is this something that is purely an enterprise play? It's only something that large ecosystem type websites can use? Or are there applications here for, for bloggers and for maybe smaller e-com sites? Like, I'm just kind of curious to get your perspective on the landscape of the types of websites that are out there and how these principles apply. I think it's very important for bloggers. It's not just for enterprise sites. Now, if you have like a one or two page website, I would probably say it might not work as well, but it is very important if you have a blog or a moderately sized website, because one of the other things that informs is internal linking. And again, tracing back internal linking just because something is relevant doesn't mean it needs to be an internal link to another internal page. A lot of the time, those links, obviously those links are ways that search engines will find other sites on the page, on, on the website, but it's also, it does the same thing. The algorithm is still the same. It's the LDA algorithm where it's looking for what is the relationship between this topic and this other topic. And is there a hierarchy here? Is the connection, like, is it one topic and another subtopic? Or is it just, like, just irrelevant? Is it just confusing the overall internal linking map? The additional part to this is when you have follow or no follow links within the same website. That also tells a search engine whether or not this is supposed to establish a relationship. A no follow internal link is going to say that this is not establishing a relationship between these topics, but a follow internal link is going to say, yeah, there's a relationship between these topics and between these pages. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I think, I think for our listeners, right, especially the ones who work with smaller websites or at agencies who deal with smaller ecosystems, I percent agree that this is the relevancy of this technology. And sometimes tools help us do this work, right? There are third-party tools that even on a smaller blog can help support the use of topic modeling for, say, internal linking. But there's also a lot to be had in terms of just going and learning about this so you can do some self-evaluation because those third-party tools are only so accurate, right? And it really requires your ability as an SEO or as an analyst or, or an associate at, at an agency to support the use of that and the refinement of that to give good recommendations to those customers and, and, and your websites. And ever since uh, the BERT update, I think ever since then, it's been big topic modeling has become increasingly more relevant to SEOs on just really, really emphasizing the relationship between words that are being used on a page. There's this uh, blog post I'd written on topic modeling, ironically, in 2018. And I'd uh, tried to emphasize the importance of establishing relationships between keywords, between the topics on a page. And it continues to rank to this day, even though it was written in 2018. 
it still ranks very well today because I sat down and looked at other websites and how they were using those keywords and what the connection was. And then I made sure that the HTML on the page was really, really strong along with the content being strong. So I think HTML is one of those things that sort of falls within both content as well as technical. So that's that's sort of right. Because like a, a search engine is not reading and understanding all the content. It's looking at the HTML and parsing that. Which word is in H1? Which word is in the page title? Is the word that's in the H1 in the page title? Is it in the meta description as well? Is it repeated like in other headings? If it's repeated in other headings, is this really the H1 or the main topic of the page? So I would say like on for people who are just working on a page or writing a blog post or working on a micro or more microscopic level, remembering the HTML and how a search engine is looking at that HTML and parsing it is what topic modeling, where topic modeling comes into play. Well, that's a great place for us to wrap up this episode of the Voice Search Podcast. Thank you to Natasha Ghosh, the SEO manager at Riot Games for joining us. In part two of this interview, which will be published tomorrow, Natasha and I are going to discuss structured data, microformats in a changing search landscape. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Natasha, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can also contact Natasha on Twitter, where her handle is at N-A-T underscore Ghosh, G-H-O-S-H, or visit the company website, riotgames.com. Okay, thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney, that's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 